Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey everyone, it's Ariel Anderson, and you're you're on my mind and in my heart, and I think about you all the time. I'm putting lives up in our Facebook group, trying to offer some coaching and some words and some thoughts and whatever is possible for you to also be guided by the light that is possible right now, the transformation that's happening around the earth and the fresher air and the animals feeling a freedom. And hopefully there's something inside of us that's moving too because it's being asked of us. This earth is asking for something more of us, for us to be on our soul's desire path, which is where all of this with the podcast has been moving even before all of this COVID-19 is about really trying to share stories and moments to work with the creativity and the depth of coming into your own purpose through creative action, which brings deeper and clearer health and energy. I'm so dedicated to that path with all of you and sharing stories of imperfection to remind you to keep moving forward with your dreams. And these days, so many of you are listening and I, of course I'm gonna say my beautiful thank yous because no matter what's going on with your uh, families and your reality, you're still listening and that means the world to me because we've got people in Brazil listening now in Waipau, Hawaii and uh, Clayton, Missouri, and Green Spring, West Virginia, Delray Beach, Florida, Wiggins, Mississippi, Orem, Utah, you know who you are, and I'm thankful for you being out there, and all the rest of you listening as well, and thank you for sharing episodes, and subscribing, and coming back for more, and we continue to collect some gorgeous stories, and I've got some amazing guests coming up soon, and I cannot wait. Today, we are talking about anger management because we're in close quarters and even if we can have the most amazing partners I love my husband I love my mom and I love my daughter and it's intense and it's a lot of stories in one place and this particular episode was recorded when there was quite a lot of tension going on which you will feel because this is part of the imperfection I am a happy person my husband is a happy person and there's still tension and there's still frustration because we are human beings in the same space of the universe, of the house, of this town. And that's part of it. And I want to share with you the dark bits as well because it's not all puppies and butterflies and sunshine, but that's real when I'm sharing it. When I'm sharing my inspiration, it's not bullshit California. It's truly from my heart where I'm where I am and what I'm feeling and I want you to know that because uh, that's how we ended up together was that there was a lot of light between us and then we had Ella and there was a lot of light in her and there is and uh, it's it's powerful but you know there's a lot of story mixed in there too and so this week we're sharing with you some thoughts and reality and I hope that you can share with me, with us, maybe an emoji about how reality is in your home right now on Instagram at IP underscore parenting. I would love 
for you. I'm going to put up um, something with the anger management uh, photo promoting this podcast up on Instagram. Would love for you to connect and just let me know with an emoji what life is like between whoever it is in your house or maybe within your own soul if you're at home right now on your own. Uh, it would be really interesting. Anyway, please share uh, if you're up for it. And otherwise, enjoy this week's episode. Keep creating and finding creative ways to um, keep rolling in what you're meant to, keep income coming in, keep riding the wave. This will be over at one point. It just means we do things differently. So here we go. Hey, this is Ariel Anderson and Mats on the Sean. And today we're talking about anger management and we've already got a head start on you guys because <laughs> we're managing it right now. Uh, yeah, there's tension. There has been tension. And you know, when there's financial stuff going on, it's one of the worst moments of tension inside of a family. Would you not agree? I do agree. You have that ice mots look on your face and I feel tense as well. We had, we've, over the last few days, there's been quite a few moments and I have my own theory on uh, a lot of that. Um, what is that? Well, I, I believe that when we are not creating in that. the timing that we imagine or get attached to uh, as people who sometimes forget that their parents, which have completely um, different realities as far as like the family dynamic creates a different phenomena or reality when uh, you have an expectation as a human being that you can do things in a certain way or in a certain time or when you're in the flow, or when you get an inspiration. And then, you know, this sort of hiccup of family unexpected moments come up and then it can be super frustrating. And I think I have a belief that when we're one, not making space for ourselves to be able to create and be on our path. And two, when we even are on that path and we aren't able to do it in the timing that feels aligned with what we need as people, what we have to uh, make way or give way to the family need in the moment. I think that's one of the top things that creates anger issues and reactions and shortness and frustration. You, you still have that grumpy look on your face as you're looking at me like I'm saying something that's triggering something. But it's just, for me, it's so true. And I'm not just talking about you. It's also me that I feel that I'm more frustrated with Ella when I had a particular plan and then I have to shift it, even though on a very conscious parenting sort of level, I know that that's just part of it. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, I think that's a really, really big piece. And anger management is one of those things that a lot of parents talk about or stress about or feel guilty about, you know, just managing the situation better. And I think in some moments we do it well. In other moments we do massive fail. And I think it's all connected to what I just said. I don't know. What is your yeah, thought? No, it could be true at my my current eye smarts look is because I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. I haven't eaten for 24 hours. Fasting through this day. So I'm really hungry. And then I'm getting hangry. Um, <laughs> Which is the worst when but you're I, I, trying I, to I, I don't know if the anger comes from, uh, you know, on a creation path. I, I, I'm ringing up because I, today I really lost it with Ella. It had nothing to do with 
had nothing to do with me not creating at the moment. It, it came from a, a point where she was totally crackadoodle. She was clanking. So we were in the kitchen. Grandma was on the phone and at the same time talking to a handyman. Ariel was on the phone. I tried to do something and Ella is clanking on the piano like I want attention, I want attention. And we just needed her to be silent because nobody could do anything. So I totally lost it, but it had nothing to do with me not being creating it. Which moment. was devastating for me, because you've done that maybe twice or three times. Since you was born, yeah. I, know. I would say even since I knew you, I haven't seen you do that too much. Like it's, I could count on one hand. And when you get scary, you are super scary. And it even scares me. Like, I feel how I feel it. And I know that she's even more sensitive than I am. So I, then I start to feel, you know. But she's not, she's not getting scared. Though. She's pretty, she's managing pretty well. Well, uh, but it didn't always used to be that way. I think that since we've been in a more stressful realm of our lives, uh, there's been, there have been more outbursts because we've had lack of sleep because of living conditions and, you know, all the other stuff that's been mounting. So there's been a little more... It, it's than there used to be, so she's gotten used to it. Yeah, but, she, but you do know why it happened this morning, though. Yeah, because she wanted attention. I know. Yeah, but why? Because she wanted someone to play with her. She Well, because she was made a promise that Grandma was going to play with her. Yeah. And then exactly at the moment when Grandma was supposed to be playing with her because we were waiting 20 minutes on hold for a call that we've been trying to sort for two weeks now, uh, you know, with some admin tech stuff. And exactly at that moment... You know, it, the the guy came, the, you know, to talk to my mom about some situation at the house. He was asking me a question. Grandma wasn't taking care of Ella. So Ella was like, was promised engagement. I know. And no, she it, freaked out. And I'm not justifying her actions, but I get where she was coming yeah, from. I get it too. And what, what, what I'm not sure is now, because then I was apologizing like 200 times to her. So at the end, I was wondering if she, she must think that her behavior, but she seemed like, she seemed to have forgotten it when I just like, she's she didn't even talk about it so I wonder um, how good because I mean my parents never ever apologized for their behavior to me ever it's just like, so I, I, I don't know if, if that's something you should do because now if she probably thinks now it's okay I can sit and clank on the piano well uh, when, when I need attention and when I ask it's it's my call so I'm not sure what good well, I'm sounding here. To clarify, I don't think that you need to apologize 200 times, <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, no, I know that you're exaggerating, but I don't think you need to overdo it. I think, you know, so you never asked me what happened afterwards. No. Right, like I, you freaked out and dragged her out of the room physically, which was humiliating. You know, I just like feel like my ego kind of goes like into the size of a pea because there's so many witnesses for that ugliness. Yeah, I so the granted, the, the guy was like, the, I have six kids, whatever. He you left, know, he, I saw him like 100 meters. He went 100 meters away from the house. He gave us space because yeah. he must know how it feels. And this is such, he doesn't know. I think the hardest thing for me is that he doesn't know that this is a rare occurrence. That I can count on one hand, you know, how many times you've been like that, at least around me. I don't know what you do when I'm not around, thankfully, but, you know, that would be devastating to think that you were doing that every day. And I don't think that you are. But, uh, you know, there's that piece. But I really think that so I, I, I took her to the other room with me and I just 
I think the important thing is like when, as far as managing when the anger management doesn't work, working with the, the being in an honest space with your kid, I think is important. So I just started to whisper to her and she said she did not want to go to bed. She did, I mean, she didn't want to sit on the bed with me. She didn't want to read. I was trying to get to a calmer place. And I just started whispering to her and I said, what would you, you know, what is it? What makes you, what made you sad? Like what happened? And she was just not in that place. And I said, okay, who wants to play with us right now? Who's waiting to play with us? I think I hear somebody, but I can't hear who it is. Do you hear? And she stopped and she said, oh, the horsies want to play. And then that was it. So it's, I mean, I think it's, uh, anger management is not only about, you know, what, managing our anger, but it's even when it happens, I think the guilt that comes, or for most of us, maybe not for everyone, but for us, I can speak, that there's this, oh my God, what did I just do? But it's also managing it. I don't want to pretend like it didn't happen. I don't want to say that that's okay, what she did. I don't want to continue to do it like that. Uh, but there has to be... Uh, you know, you have to be able to have a real conversation. And I've always had those conversations with Ella. I said to her as well, you know, you cannot be just banging and screaming like that. I said, I get that you were sad and you were unhappy, but that that doesn't work. I want you to know that that, that doesn't get the reaction that you want. And, and yeah, I'm talking to a three-year-old and people can say, hey, that's, that's senseless. But I do think that they hear it and it gets in in some way. And she gets it. And after she calmed down, she said, you know, she's just, she was really frustrated. And she didn't know how else to express herself except to bang on, like really get our attention that we would stand still and say, wow, yeah, why is it that three people in the house, nobody can engage? Yeah. I mean, I have to <laughs> yeah. understand that that's kind of crap for pretty, her. She's like, why can't like one that. of you speak to me yeah. you know there we, was a, we were really, just unbelievable timing unbelievable. Was unbelievable. literally at the moment yeah. that the guy clicked on saying i'm ready to help you and exactly at that moment the the guy came up and grandma disengaged it was just it was unfortunate yeah. so uh, but i think you know to not get to that point I mean, you said i don't know if it's about creativity well it's it's about space for yourself because we needed space to be able to do what we were doing and I think managing that better, like I had thought earlier in the week, I had gotten some secondhand plastic animals and I had thought to myself, I should wash these and uh, give them to her in a moment when I want her to be really engaged when I need space. And I hadn't really thought that through. I really, you know what I'm saying? Like I had handed off to grandma. Grandma isn't always up for it, you know, or the timing, whatever. And I, I that would have been a moment to take a pause and hand off to you for a moment and find that thing that was going to engage her if nobody was going to be connected to her so she could give us that space. So I think it's that space, you know, because what we needed to do was was uh, check something off that was kind of putting stress on us. So I think that it's one of the largest challenges. I wasn't even a person who well, before, I rarely got angry in my life. I can say that that happened more in our relationship because of lots of different things. But I never, ever was screaming at kids. I never felt like I was as impatient as I could be sometimes with Ella. And other people say, oh, no, you know, you do. You know, I've had people compliment me on how I manage it. And often that's true. 
But if I'm exhausted or if it happens too many times or if it's just so ill-timed, there are moments where I as well can be... There seems to be a cultural difference here. Is this true, my view here of the Americans? Americans don't scream at their kids in public. I don't know what you're thinking. Have you not walked around here? I think it's I about never what... ever heard it. Go to a French playground or a French supermarket and you are 100% guaranteed you will hear screaming. So I, and I wonder, so are, are Americans not doing it or are they doing it at home? Americans definitely do it, but not all Americans. You are in Northern California, and not even everyone here never screams at their kids. They certainly probably do it less in public. It is definitely not considered okay as in the same way that it is in French culture. And people, one, you could have somebody calling the police on you here if they really are feeling like you're being verbally violent, not even physically violent. So you, you're aware, one, that people, other people can get involved. Two, you're aware that when your kid gets to a certain age, they can be the ones calling. Oh. Okay. And kids do these. I mean, you know, you want them to feel empowered, but sometimes, you know, you don't know where the line is, so right? There is a, there is a so there's that piece. Yeah, yeah, there's that exactly. piece, which I think is acceptable, not acceptable. But there is also, you know, there's a, there's a large... Piece of, there's a large part of the population in the U.S. that is definitely screaming and even some people may still be beating their kids um, and may consider different levels of being beating or punishing to be different. You know, it's different areas and different cultures. And even in California, there's probably people who are doing different things. I know, you know, from my work with the last stop schools that uh, they're definitely kids who whose parents don't have the same belief system as you're seeing in the playgrounds here. We are in quite a uh, nice area. The areas, both of these counties and the areas where we've spent the most time, you see less people screaming at their kids, for sure. So that's a local I, culture I, I as well. I never hear it. So I'm impressed. It's I've like, heard people, but not as much as I've heard in Czech Republic and what, from what you've said in yeah. France. I mean, even in the area where we were living in Czech, it wasn't as much as some areas. Much, yeah. um, but I had moments where I got mad, mostly at grandmas screaming at the kids because yeah, yeah, it was a different era, yeah. you know. Uh, so, no, I mean, I mean that's that's a piece. But it, um, I, I still ultimately will always come back to the piece of where I think we have to get to the point where we don't feel we need to do that because it's ultimately it's I never feel like there's just a kid being a brat. Like they're being bad. Like Ella wasn't being bad today. I wasn't no, no, ever no, angry well, with she her. Was but. <laughs> But it had a purpose. Yeah, it had it a wasn't purpose. for nothing. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was about the fact that we didn't hear her. Yeah, but, yeah, but it's still annoying with kids who don't do what you tell them. So when, when we say like stop like for five minutes and there is no reaction, I mean then I, I hope probably it's gonna serve her later in life and it's probably gonna get her some headaches too. But uh, I agree that she is, as some people label it strong willed, and there's a lot of kids in this current new era generation that seem to be very strong-minded and strong-willed and uh, it I think that also it's parents aren't always used to being challenged you didn't have that as much I don't know I mean you said French culture you said yeah. French culture so the French culture you know it wasn't just one person but you know people like I don't know what their teachers were doing but you know there was a an expectation of how they were supposed to behave and therefore nobody wanted the repercussions the the thing is that i think that we need to get to the point where we address what's going on with our own selves i'm not being listened to that's ego 
right? Mm. But if we could get to the point of, <laughs> you just need to go eat. Oh my God. Anyway, I, I really wanted to address this because I think that a lot of parents kind of get butt up against, you know, why is my kid acting this way? You know, and it's not just about ego and the kids, you know, tantruming. If they're tantruming, usually it's, it's stress relief. There's something going on in the room, in the house, in the life in that moment, and there, there's a relief going. There was definitely stress going on this morning. There was the, oh no, you know, what's going to happen when we get on that phone call? There was my mom's stress because, you know, this is a massive house issue and it's just another person coming and more details. There was stress going on and there was Ella's stress of, you know, wanting to be in a calm space and there was a lot of energy going on. So I think that ultimately when I start getting in this conversation is because I see people struggling with it. I see that people feel a lot of shame and guilt when they do react. And it's, I think, coming to mindfulness from the beginning, if we can take a breath or two before that reaction that you're talking about happened today, you know, to, to engage in a different way that requires a level of creativity that both of us were getting stuck in because both of us were, I was feeling uncomfortable because of the witnesses. You were just wanting to make a point, I think is what you said. And Ella was just like, I'm not having it, <laughs> you know? So I think that we, we have to find a way. And also if we talk on the phone and need silent, yes, go away before we start. Right, don't, doing it in the kitchen was probably yeah, not the best choice. Don't sit next to the kids when they are likely to freak out. Just go somewhere. Well, yeah, I mean, it was getting to the Oh, point. here comes our darling. It's exactly. I smell pasta. You smell pasta. So now is a prime example, right? Because our daughter just walked in and she wants to eat pasta and you just want to go and get your chocolate or whatever. Right? Yeah. So my husband's crashing, but I wanted to at least touch on this. And so if I were to reflect back, I guess one of the things that we say is, well, one, um, I still believe personally that when we aren't getting the space or rather creating the boundaries that we need to have the space we need to complete things or to sort things or whatever it is, when we need focus time, um, that's a lot when the frustration comes and thus, you know, those things are necessary to get to the creating is creating space, checking some things off the list in order to get to the things that we, we ultimately want to create, whether that's create quiet time or create time for biking or create a business or health, you know, all the things that come along with that. And I do think that also ultimately when we are managing our our anger and our frustration, we're also helping our health because it puts stress on our body and our families. I do agree with that. So at the same time, I do think sometimes it's good to explode a little bit. You I, feel, I felt like so much more aware and conscious the rest of the day. That's so funny. Uh, CK from Colorado. I will keep her name yeah. to us once said that to me now doesn't agree with that statement but at the time that statement was made said sometimes i think you need to just explode and let your kids see a little bit of crazy so they kind of see that you're are real. on their toes and yeah. they, they no, are I mean, real well, and you're human i think and, one thing is what they know, see that's probably true to some degree what you feel i mean sometimes it's, it's good instead of at least if you're bottling it up, that's the worst thing you can do. No, I don't think you need to bottle so it up. To manage but... it is the best, but uh, it's probably better to get it out than... You see all these 
very angry old people who get to 100 years because they're constantly angry. They, they don't keep anything inside. The worst is when you keep it inside. I agree with, you know, some... Moderation. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think as well, I think uh, just like two adults in conflict, I think it's really important, not in the moment, to try and find the clarification because uh, if you're actually uh, still in the heat of the emotions, probably you don't hear each other, right? So it's the same thing like with Ella. I waited until she calmed down. See, even now I'm feeling a little frustration because somebody's clanking her fork in the background. Isn't it <laughs> but fantastic I'm just taking time to breathe through it. To have a husband who's getting angry like, like this every second year only. Uh, well, I wouldn't be married to you if okay. you were doing it differently because that does, I'm too sensitive for that. And you mm -hmm. see, my reaction is just like, it's um, not okay. Just a minute, baby. So I wanted to finish my thought, which was that, so when Ella calmed down in the other room, after I did the whispering and we started playing, I took a pause and we talked about it, didn't we all? Right? Which was that pounding on the piano is not the best way to get our point across, right? She's nodding her head. But there's other ways we communicate. Like we don't like, yelling isn't too fun. Pounding, that was kind of your version of yelling in a way. Sometimes you yell too, which is scary. Yeah, you think that's funny, but it's not funny. I don't like to hear anybody yelling. So anyway, we just wanted to touch on the subject. I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into some things that you can do, um, that I can do, we can do, um, to work with anger management and um, things that come up uh, in the YouTube on Monday because we have a parents creating series and I think that we have to manage the tough things to be able to dive into what we want to manifest in our lives, like how the kind of life we want, the kind of feeling, the kind of health, all that stuff. So I am making a weird face because I'm intensely passionate about this. I want all of us parents to be really happy. I want all people to feel happy and fulfilled and I think the way to do that is to bring balance ourselves and our whole family absolutely <laughs> you just want to go eat absolutely <laughs> all right everyone absolutely. have a beautifully imperfect day uh please you know uh let us know how you feel or what's coming up or just what go do, say hi on in instagram at ip underscore parenting and yeah let us know uh how do you manage your your anger when it comes up or frustrations pop up We'd love to hear that. That's a big ask, but we still ask. <laughs> Take care. Take care. Thank you for listening to our Very Imperfect Parenting Podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.